You are listening to episode number 32 of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. Today, I want to share with you part one of the One Woman Show series and chat with you about how you can start outsourcing at home. Part two of this series will come out next week and will include outsourcing in your business and some simple steps to take and practical examples that will help you with what to outsource in your business and how to know you're ready. It is my hope that I can ease some of the overwhelm and pride surrounding with asking for help. Are you ready for this? Let's dive in. Hey mama, welcome back to the Purpose Gathering Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan, and I'm here for all you mompreneurs out there feeling torn between raising a thriving family and building a business you love. I'm a photographer, community founder, podcaster, wife, and mama saved by grace, so I can totally relate to you multi-passionate mamas. Join me every week where I share with you the strategies and mindset shifts that you need to find peace and passion and motherhood and business so that you can have more time for the things that matter, like Netflix and cookie dough. But seriously, are you ready to transform your life from feeling frazzled to focused and be equipped with the tools you need to juggle all the things? If so, you're in the right place. Hey mama, welcome back to the show. I am so excited to chat with you today about this super important topic of asking for help. Now, before we get started, I wanted to share with you an amazing podcast that I've been loving called Find the Magic. And I wanted to point you to one of their episodes, which is titled Simplifying Our Lives Through the Beauty of Minimalism, which I think pairs perfectly with today's topic. Find the Magic podcast is hosted by three mamas, Felicia, Tara Lynn, and Caitlin. Felicia is a writer and mom to four. Tara Lynn is an English professor turned stay-at-home mom to four. And Caitlin is a new mom to Emmett. Their podcast helps you honor yourself, your kids, and your partner. They give you tips and strategies to create peace and authenticity within your family. They inhale a ridiculous amount of books and life tools and distill the information as well as cultivate meaningful conversations with creative thought leaders. So I hope that you guys will check it out. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes. I think that it makes perfect sense to talk about outsourcing your home and then speaking to minimalism and how that will actually help you create a more enjoyable, peaceful home environment. So let's jump in to today's topic, starting with outsourcing some things at home. And these are really easy and simple things that you can do right now. So simple that you might already be doing them or you might have thought about doing them but haven't actually taken action to implement these tips. So number one, I want you to create a honey-do list. I want you to ask your spouse for help instead of wishing that they would just help you on their own. Now, this is not a marriage episode, but I think it is so important to mention this. So often, we want our spouses to help and initiate that help. But the reality of it is, our spouses don't think like us. They don't have the same intentions that we have. They don't have the same things that annoy them. So we have to share with them and just ask for help. Now, again, this is not something I want you to get wrapped up in is giving them a laundry list of things to do. 
But I'm saying if there are a few things that your spouse can help you with, like cleaning the toilets once a week or running some errands for you, I want you to utilize and leverage your spouse. They are available to help. And I think so often as moms, we run the one woman show. We do everything for everyone and we forget that our family members are extremely capable and they will rise to the occasion and help us out if we simply ask and create an environment where they want to help us, right? Because they're feeling like they're doing something helpful for us. I also want you to leverage your kids. I was talking to a mom in the community the other day about laundry, and she was telling me that laundry is so hard at her house. Like, no matter how often she does laundry, it's just never ending, and there's always laundry to do. There's piles of laundry everywhere. They're clean, they're dirty, they're left in the wash, whatever the case may be. And I asked her, I said, well, have you thought about having your kids do their own laundry? And she was like, well, yes, but I don't know why I haven't. She's like, I wasn't sure if they were old enough. And I want you to know that your kids, if they are walking, they are old enough to help, right? Even if it's just putting their socks into their drawer and small baby steps, right? They can help. But I want you to encourage your family to help around the house. I say this a lot in my family that I am not your maid, right? I am not going to do everything for you. I will help you out and we're a team and we work together, but I can't do everything. And so I give my children the empowerment to know that they are fully capable of doing things themselves. And one little pro tip here is that I stopped making my kids fold their clothes. I encourage it, obviously, but I just got so frustrated with the constant fighting of having them fold their clothes. And when I actually took a step back and looked at the reality of the situation, do I really care that their clothes are folded? Not really. The only reason I really care is because I want to be like in control of the situation. But at the end of the day, they're the ones that go in their drawer and pick out their clothes. So if it's not organized, I'm okay with that. And some of you might be like, oh my gosh, but you're setting them up to be so disorganized in the future. Well, my husband is a grown man and he doesn't fold his clothes and it doesn't bother him. So I think we need to let go of some of those micromanaging tendencies that we have and just let our kids and our spouse help out. Now, I also want you to think about dishes. I got this tip from Ali Casaza about teaching your children to reuse their dishes so that they're not making so many dishes every single day. And I started doing this as well, saving my plate that I use for every meal and just rinsing it off in between because we don't really need to dirty a new set of dishes for every meal. So take that tip and do with it what you will, but I think it's so helpful to teach our children how to take care of our house. I also want you to think about family contributions and start small if you haven't started this yet. So when I say family contributions, that's another word for chores, but it sounds more exciting, right? And you've probably heard me talk about this before, but it is a way to, again, empower your children that they can take care of their mess. They can take care of the things they get out. They can keep their room tidy and they can just be in charge of themselves. And I empower my children to do this a lot. 
Now, one tip that I learned from a course I took called Smart Kids Chore System, which I will leave a link in the show notes for you to check out. It is an incredible course, super inexpensive, but gives you a step-by-step plan for how to get your kids on board with helping. She had this great tip of implementing a five-minute tidy. Because when you tell your kids to clean their room or clean a certain area of their home, your home, it can be super overwhelming because there's no time limit on it. But if you tell your kids you're going to set a five minute timer and they're going to just do as much cleaning as they can, it makes it a little bit more manageable and they're more likely to help out. Now, the caveat to this is if the room is not finished in five minutes, then they have to do another five minute tidy later on in the day. So it encourages them to get it done faster so that they don't have to do another tidy later in the day. Okay, this third tip here is to outsource your childcare with your kids. Now, I know this can be really hard for a lot of people to trust other people with their children, but it's one of those things that you have to kind of work up towards. But once you do, it's freeing to know that you're not the only one that can care for your child. It gives you more time, more freedom, more flexibility, and just more mental clarity and headspace to have a break once in a while, because as a mama running the one woman show doesn't work so well if you don't ever get a break. So I want you to think about trading babysitting with a friend, going on overnight dates with your spouse on a regular basis. Now, this might be a hard one if you have younger kids, but this is something to aspire to as they get older. I'm sure that you have friends that also would like to go on an overnight date with their spouse, but just can't swing it because it's expensive to pay for a babysitter to stay overnight. But if you could trade babysitting with your friend and swap overnight dates, it's like a glorified sleepover and your kids would have an incredible time. So in our home, we actually ask our moms to babysit. We've been alternating every other month with who babysits them overnight. Super fun for the kids to go have a special trip at their grandparents' house, but it's also really nice for us to be able to have some time together to spend at home doing whatever it is that we want to do, which usually consists of home improvement projects, shopping, or just lounging. Another very obvious way to outsource your childcare is to hire a babysitter or a nanny. Now, the best thing I ever did for my business when my kids were younger was invest in a sitter. I had her come only once a day for three hours a day because that's all I could afford. But I tell you what, those three hours a week, I looked forward to those and I was so productive in that small amount of time because that's all that I had. Now, I also want you to think about Preschool. If your kids are younger, this is another really great place to invest. They're getting socialization, they're getting education, and you are also getting some great focused work time. So I recommend outsourcing those things when you can and kind of shifting your mindset of being expensive or just another added cost to what are the benefits? How much more income could you produce during those focused hours? These next few areas are going to be super helpful for you. Might not always work for everyone, but I just really want to point out some of the other areas in which you can outsource. So Tip number four is to outsource your grocery shopping. This could be something like a grocery pickup or grocery delivery. This has been something that has been helpful to me because I typically 
put off grocery shopping until the very last minute. It's one of the things that I dread the most. And doing the grocery order or pickup actually saves me time and money because I'm not, you know, aimlessly walking the store trying to find all of the things. I'm not impulsively putting things into the cart and buying things I really don't need. So it has been a huge game changer. And it's kind of one of those things that have been on and off. Like I do it for a while and then it just doesn't work anymore because we forgot to do the order and now we really need groceries. So it's something that I'm starting to get back into the habit of doing, but it is so helpful. And I think one way that you can outsource is to save that time and money. The next tip here is a meal prep service. So if you are just finding it extremely hard to even have time to cook, you could hire out a meal prep service, things like Blue Apron or HelloFresh. Those are awesome places as well. The next tip I have for you is to outsource your house cleaning. I want you to think about the trade-off of how long it takes you to deep clean your house. Do you even get around to deep cleaning your house? Is it just one of those daunting tasks that you never want to do? This has been a huge game changer for my family and I. Not having to worry about all of the deep cleaning tasks that usually generally all happen on the weekend. I wanna be able to spend time with my family. My weekends are already pretty busy since that's when I work the most as a photographer. And I wanna make sure that I utilize every minute of my weekend to its fullest potential and I do not wanna spend it constantly cleaning. So we have a house cleaner that comes every three weeks and I feel like that is the perfect timing because I keep up with all the regular, you know, day-to-day cleaning tasks and tidying, but she comes and does all of our deep cleaning and it is absolutely fantastic. Now, if you're one of those people, I've said this in an episode before, but I feel like some of you are probably like rolling your eyes right now and you might be like, oh, that must be nice. Like one day I'll be able to hire a house cleaner. I'm just going to give you this disclaimer right now that we sacrifice other things so that we can have this house cleaner come. It's not like I'm rolling in the dough and have all of this money. We just prioritize it because it makes such an impact. So I want you to think about that. If that is one of those tasks that is super daunting, I don't want you to feel shameful or guilty that you can't keep up with those household tasks because it's not that you can't. It's what are you trading When you do that, what is the time trade-off is what I'm trying to say. So if you are constantly feeling like you're cleaning and you're not able to like enjoy your family, then that is an area that I think is a perfect place to outsource. And then the last tip here for outsourcing at home is other things like lawn care and pool maintenance. So yes, you could probably take care of that or your spouse could take care of that. But again, what is the time trade-off? How much time are you spending doing these things when you could be doing other things? And you could also be supporting local businesses who are supporting their families. And so I want you to be just really thinking about this as we end our conversation today. What are some of the areas in which you could begin to outsource at home? Who could you ask for help? How can you leverage your time and make the most of it? So I hope that you have found these tips helpful and that it has given you a launching point, a place where you can brainstorm and think about how you can get more time back. 
If you have enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to take a screenshot of it, share it out on Instagram, and tag me at The Purpose Gathering so that other mamas just like you can find peace and passion in their motherhood and business. And if you're not a part of our free Facebook community, I invite you to join us where we dive deeper into these episode topics and get to know each other on a deeper level. Life was not meant to be lived alone. We want you to know that you are supported and seen. You can head to thepurposegathering.com slash resources and click on the join our community tab. And I cannot wait to see you in there. So as always, Mama, I am here rooting for you, and you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. As we end our time together, remember that you were created for more. You were created to thrive with purpose and not just survive. So go out there and live your life with confidence and courage. To become a part of our amazing online community, and connect with like-minded mompreneurs, head to thepurposegathering.com slash mamas, that's M-A-M-A-S, to join our private Facebook group. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. Be sure to follow and tag me at The Purpose Gathering. If you haven't had a chance to leave a review, please head to iTunes, even if you're an Android user, and let other mompreneurs know why you love the show. Each review is so valuable to me and helps more mamas like you find this show. I choose one review every episode to share, and yours could be the next one. I'm so proud of you for listening and investing in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this, girl, and I can't wait until next time.